shall I do the uh, intro? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> please note this podcast contains offensive language, adult themes, lower deck season one spoilers, and Star Trek The Next Generation spoilers. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. If you are looking for the secret to growing bigger tomatoes, if you're looking for the access to the latest and greatest fall squash recipes, oh my God, talk to you. If you're looking for sneaker recommendations, <laughs> sneakers. I like that you call them sneakers. I call them sneakers too, and I get in trouble for it. Sneaky sneaks. Um, or if you're looking for an opinion on the fucking passing of the notorious RBG, <gasps> oh. fuck 2020. Ready for it to move on next year, please. I know. Well, maybe the year after that. Anyway, yeah. that then this isn't this the, not the podcast, podcast for, you. for you. I'm Sarah. Move along. That's Haley. And we're here to make all your dreams come true. <laughs> Cue the music. I just play like a, I have a slap bass and do the Seinfeld. Yeah. Some spoons. <laughs> Double <laughs> <laughs> they light up. I can smell. I can smell the patchouli from here. Those are my backup sticks. So uh, you look up and I take hacky sack. <laughs> you have dreadlocks all of a sudden. That would be inappropriate. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> Did your chest really hurt? Yeah. <laughs> it's, from the, it's from the smoke from the fires, not COVID. Oh. All right. Why don't we get through some sponsor stuff first before we get even wilder? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just turned it off. I've <laughs> got negative two downloads. That's not possible. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of Rewind is brought to you by Fansets. It is the place to get awesome pin collectibles. They have over 200 officially licensed Star Trek pins to pick from, and new ones come out every month. Lou, John, and the entire Fansets crew are fans, so they know that their product and service has to be the best of the best, and it is. See all the pins and collectibles they gots to offer at Fansets.com. Fansets. Our pins have character. They sure do, and they've now dropped their lower deck pins, bitch, as well as Soji, all good things full-size Delta. And in October, the Section 31 full-size Delta will be released. Excellent. So, Fansets is on it. God, they're killing it, eh? They're always killing it. It's awesome. They're killing it in the good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like the bad way. Yeah. Like the true crime way. Right. Speaking of true crime, <laughs> do you have an alibi for uh, any <laughs> or something? <laughs> you were with me last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody asks. We watched uh, Cost of Living and... <laughs> Yeah, totally. I did watch it yesterday. Uh, I'm just going to mute my mic for two seconds so I can sniffle really good and not have to worry about editing it out in a minute. Oh, that's a good idea. I also have to clear my throat. How do I mute this, though? Oh. 
Just in the back. <laughs> <of her. laughs> I didn't even oh, do it she, right. She's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> uh, am I doing it right? Yeah. No, it's All right. true. Like you the, go. Yeah. The smoke is bad. It's bad. It's, it's better on today. Yeah, yeah, I can still see it wafting around, but seeing the blue sky and the sun is so nice. Mm. Um, yeah, so my little updates. I took a day off. Mm. And while it was not spectacular, like I had hoped, it I, it was good. I felt well rested and like more positive. But I do have a little, oh, it's 2020 update. Mm. The fucking kettle chips factory is shut down in Oregon because that of is fires. Unacceptable. Now it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> now this I need is, a, now a lawyer, impact, a therapist, yeah. and a priest. <laughs> this is now impacting me personally. Um, I feel victimized by 2020 now. So they're not making any chips. And like, I have two bags of chips, but I'm like quite concerned. And I know that there are other chips, but those are my favorite chips. And I can't, yeah. And I can't have more than two bags in the house at the time because I will eat them anyway. And then yesterday my car had bird shit on it. I don't know how, because I only ever take it out to go shopping once a week anyway. And so I'm like, okay, well my car is black. So I was like, I'll just take it to the car wash. And so after like waiting for three people ahead of me, it was finally my turn. And so I punched in the code 24701. Uh, door opens. I roll in. Rinse is happening. Pre-soak is happening. Tricolor foam is happening. Oh my God. And then nothing happens. <laughs> like the car wash turned off. <laughs> so the night. I'm like... I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, shit. So like I call the gas station that it's attached to and and I'm like, help. (laughs) Like I'm in the car wash and I'm mid wash and the thing shut down and the guy's like, Oh, I'll be right there. And so he makes everyone else who's like waiting for the car wash to back up. So he opens the door and then I reverse out fucking covered in this tricolored foam, right? Whatever. And then um, the guy, like, he fiddles with the the arms of the wash, and then he gets a new code and puts in the new code, and the door opens up, and then I roll in, and the rinse comes, rinses off the foam, pre-soak is on, tricolor foam is on, fucking happens again. <laughs> and I'm like... 911. Yeah. How <laughs> many? <laughs> and so... I call back, but the guy who answered was like in the store and he's like, Oh, I like, I'm so sorry. I actually can't leave. And he's like, and my colleague who just helped you just drove away. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I don't actually know when I could come and do anything. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, so the employee realized something broke and then drove off into the sunset without yeah. being mindful to see if it worked the second time. I know. I was like, dude. Anyway, so he's like, well, is the exit door open? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. That's that's great. So just drive out and then come to the front and I'll fill up a bucket of water that you can put on, like pour over the top of your car to get some of the suds off. Like they don't have a hose, nothing, which I oh. found concerning. Anyway, so I go park out front, my fucking car, it's like fucking pink and blue and white, like (laughs) it looks like confetti. It just got back from a foam party. (laughs) Yes, totally. And so like I'm standing outside of my car waiting and 
everyone fucking had some something to say, right? All these guys, oh, is the car wash not working? I guess I'll go somewhere else. Oh, that looks like snow. And then a, a, God, another guy. Everyone's got yeah. a comment. I know. And like in in like the two minutes that I was standing there, four different people came up and said, said something. And I was just like, oh. Ugh. And then oh. I know. Okay. Yeah. So then this other dude comes over and he's like, hey, I saw what happened and I actually work at the dealership down the block. Why don't you just drive down and I'll hose it off for you? So I just thought that was so nice. And so my face was restored. And then today I had to go get another car wash because he just kind of rinsed it. It wasn't enough. (laughs) Good effort. It was like fucking 2020. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, It's like funny now. It's funny now. It took an hour out of my day. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and people were laughing at me, and I was just like, "Whoa, yeah. <laughs> 2020, fuck." Yeah, this is the worst of the problems today. That ain't that ain't too bad. No, exactly. Anyway, uh, so that's it. kind. Of, that's all I got for you. Did they get pay for it? Yeah, I didn't get a refund or anything oh, because I just didn't so I didn't, Well, I got tricolored foamed twice, so. Just like at your 14th birthday. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. So I'm um, I'm trying to work out more. And I was feeling good and I was feeling confident. Had a workout video going on and it involved a resistance band, which mm-hmm. I used. But without my hair up in a ponytail or not. So as you can imagine, the minute that bitch was wrapped around the middle of my back my hair was stuck to it and with Fuck. each pull of my arms to do an upper body exercise i ripped out hair so oh no that was, that was fun Ow. i felt like fucking sport goofy so by the way if you haven't watched it yet and you have disney plus you gotta find sport goofy it's like okay. i die the first one that i recommend is this goofy learns how to ski and then the one where he goes to the olympics okay i lived off of that cartoon when i was like a little kid like six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve like just i would cry laughing yeah yeah no i do (sighs) of course i have disney plus god yes of course um what else i threw up from drinking for the first time in a long time (laughs) we went to the pub and i had a couple of beers like two and then i had they had a cocktail special i think i had two cocktails um, and we split beer before plate. liquor never been sicker we yeah we split a plate of wings for dinner so right there that's not a lot of food and when i was throwing up i was downstairs so i kind of had this chill so i had this like shiver going on and i was like bent over and then like to support myself or something i had like my hands between my legs and all i was thinking about was like i hope i don't bend my fitbit bracelet i'm like this is 40 this is <laughs> this is me throwing up from too much alcohol and my concern is my fitbit bracelet i'm like well it's rose gold what if i break it <laughs> it is nice i was just like oh god and i but the thing is i came home and i felt fine and we all felt we were gonna have more drinks and i was like no let's just go to bed and i felt fine and i just i woke up the dog was on me which he doesn't sleep in the bed but he wouldn't but and i was so hot and i was just like like so i was up for about an hour and i was like oh it's the worst um yeah so i've been watching some of those marvel films have you heard of them marvel marvel yeah marvel that's batman right oh my god imagine imagine i caught that wrong with gaston and no yeah um have you seen superman have you seen them all the avengers uh i saw some of the avengers movies 
and yeah. Spider-Man, obviously. We watched but, like the early ones, the crying Peter Parker ones. Oh, the Tobey Maguire ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are classics. Those are considered classics now. That's how old they are. Have you seen um, Thor Ragnarok? No, not the yet. movie. Not yet. <laughs> well, pee your pants. It is yeah. so funny. Okay. I'll okay. watch Sport Goofy. You watch Thor Ragnarok. Okay, not Sport Goofy is Ragnarok. seven minutes long, just FYI. So well, if you can't watch a short trek. Can you really commit to a Sport Goofy? <laughs> In your face! <laughs> My mom's calling me. I have to I go. I have to go now. Anyway, we watched the last two of the Avengers films because they had the Guardians of the Galaxy characters in it because we really like right. those movies. And yes. um, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner slash the Hulk is just it's something and i feel i have feelings about that and i don't know what they are but i want to explore them so my thing with mark ruffalo one i think i'd be i think i'm taller than him mm. two remember when he was in 13 going on 30 how could i forget so like when that movie came out i remember watching it and i thought i had never seen this actor before and i for whatever reason i was like I think he's not well known enough that I could maybe have a chance with him. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I always Classic. think of that stupid thought. I know. Sorry, my thoughts aren't stupid. Um, but yeah, and uh, of course he's done so much more yeah. since then. Oh, yeah. He's become quite well known and recognized. I'm going to look yeah. up how tall he is. Um, I have multiple podcast recommendations for you. Oh. Okay. You ready? The first one, I think you know what this one is. Spooked. I sent you a link on a phone because that one specific episode, I was just like, what is this story? If there's any truth to the story, my mind is blown. Yeah. So it's just like first account telling of like ghost stories or people who've had like, you know, kind of ghostly encounters. And it's, it's good. It's really good. I've been listening to a lot of it. The second one is the new official Star Trek pod. And it's got Tawny Newsome, the voice of Mariner, as the host with Paul F. Tompkins, who's a comedian and well-known for a lot of podcasts and comedy routines. And their first guest was Ben Stiller. So each week they're going to have like a celebrity guest or a science person somebody who's like influenced by star trek and really like star trek oh, so right on. it was pretty good and then lastly the infinite monkey cage with brian cox who we talked about last time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's him and a comedian and they do topics like does time exist the oh, end of God. the universe black holes and quantum worlds well, it's I'm actually really good those. my mind's a little blown by it in the sense that sometimes i'm like i don't know what you're talking about but it's pretty good the infinite monkey cage cage there's also one called infinite monkey what's that one about it it just says i want to teach how to become an entrepreneur in this digital age talk in general about the world and what is happening around and the best way to survive it's got one episode and it's six minutes and it says it's called how to make money online (laughs) remember when alan rickman's twitter was hacked or something Sitting home in London having tea, and then it's like, ask me how to make $640 in three hours. So like, <laughs> anyway. And I sent you a snap, but I'm like, do you think this is him? <laughs> like, so He's deadpan. So yes, I did do that quiz. Why don't you tell, tell the people, people about it? Tell the people about the quiz? Yeah. It's Who Are You from the Office, the <gasps> American Office. Yes. And I'm not going to say that I peeked at what you got. 
But you peaked. But I I peaked. And for once, we did not get the same result. I'm so interested to know who you got on this. Because it's a lot of questions. But they're, like, kind of good questions. So I remember a few times being like, I know she would answer different from what I'm answering. So we probably won't get the same thing. Yeah, like, have you murdered a man? Like, obviously, yes. Um, (laughs) So I got Jim. (gasps) Oh, you got to make a face to me now on the camera. (laughs) she's doing the face guys she's nailing it she's eating a ham sandwich (laughs) you're most like jim halpert you're incredibly charming genuinely described as a great person and moms love you (laughs) you're extremely practical and like doing a good job but you're not against occasionally goofing off hey you're allowed to have your cake and eat it too i don't like cake i don't understand that Anyway, you're a very goal, you're very goal oriented and ultimately looking for something greater in life, whether that's success with work or with relationships. You may have a secret nemesis or two who but everything is in good fun and never malicious. After all, everyone loves your company. Um yeah, that was it. That's what I got. That's who I got. Who would you get? You feel good about it? I think that's a pretty good one to get. It's fine. Could be worse. Could be Pam. And Pam 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 and her Pam Pams. <laughs> Todd, you can get Todd Packer. <laughs> oh, oh, yikes. I got Kelly. I love Which I was a little surprised by. But then I read the thing and I was like, okay, you're most like Kelly Kapoor. You're friendly, outgoing, and super talkative. Some people might call you nosy or a busybody, but that's only because you're emotionally invested in your relationship with them. You're extremely competent and also a bit of a gossip. Even though you have a lot of friends, you prefer to spend your free time catching up on your favorite TV shows and movies while simultaneously live tweeting and texting people, of course. Sounds pretty realistic. She was quite good at her job. She was a one-woman, you know, customer service Customer service. Yeah. This is Kelly. Yeah, she was, she was so good. She was good. Uh, bad taste in men. Creepy Let's keep it up with non-trek related sections. I know <laughs> next- how much how much stuff can we jam in that's not Star Trek related? <laughs> next will be Quantum Corner, and then before you know it, it'll be the the um, grocery the, corner, the, the, the gardening hour with Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll read a sonnet a day, just like Patrick Stewart. Oh, oh. go creep me out, girl! Creep me out. Okay, okay. Ugh. I haven't read any of your stuff. I haven't. Okay. I have no idea what to expect. I haven't read yours. Okay, so this is the story um, where the ghost told me to die. So I was probably seventeen or eighteen, still living at home. And my room was over the garage, and so it was always cold. But my brother's room was also over the garage, and he didn't have that issue. Like, it wasn't cold in his room. In fact, I had a space heater jacked to 11 just to keep some semblance of heat in the room. And the heat from, like, the vent in the the floor, like, you could feel it come out, and then it would just, like, it just gone. My dog would not go into the room. So I was like, that's a red flag. Yeah. So I had my bed with the head facing West. So normally you're supposed to have the head of your bed facing North for a good sleep. I don't know. That's what I've been told anyway. Hmm. My current bed is facing North anyway. So I go to bed 
I'm laying facing my wall. Bed is against the wall because I'm a teenager and I don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> How is it against two walls? I'm yeah. <laughs> well, it actually room. was. It was a corner. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm trying to sleep, but I start to feel this like slow, creeping feeling of complete and utter dread and terror come oh. over me. Burf. Now, I've had panic I, I've had panic attacks and I was actively having panic attacks during these years. This was not that. This was something that made me feel like there was something really, really terrible like right behind me. It I was so scared that I wanted to call my parents like call for my parents. Mm-hmm. And I laid there and I just tried to control my breathing. And then I hear this fucking whisper that said, die. <gasps> what the fuck? This so, is what happens when teenagers have sex. I'm convinced <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, nope. And so I just fucking, I got up, got out, went to the bathroom, like turned the light on. And I'm, I just was like, what the fuck is that? And then, um, like, I'm not a religious person, but I spoke with a friend who gave me, like, a pocket Bible. And she was like, just recite the Lord's Prayer every night. And I did it every night. And the presence went away. Mm. So, I don't know. Mm. Coinky dink. Next time, I'll tell you about how I thought there was a spider in my bed. And there actually was. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy crawly corner. That's not Oh, I just got goosebumps. Gross. I don't have any stories like that in real life. But I did have this one thing that happened once when I was, I want to say I was 13. I don't know what age I was. It was before grade 10 or something like that. I was like an early teenager. And I was... Cause I just, I, cause I'm remembering what bedroom I was in. Cause I moved bedrooms mm-hmm. and I remember just like waking up in the middle of the night and this ghost face, like <laughs> we make the, the joke about ghost face. It just, <laughs> it just came, I opened my eyes and this face just came right at me. Like, <sighs> and, I ah, went, Jesus and, Christ. and I went, ah, and I woke up. So I wasn't awake. Like I was awake in my dream and this face came at me and then I jolted awake and I was like, what the fuck was that? And like never oh. happened again. It was just a thing, but it was just like this, like, like I kind of, I think I made the movement and it was just yeah. like something came right at me and I was like, oh, not, not okay. So this story that I have, I got on um, a Reddit. I found on Reddit. Um, are you like, are you like on Reddit? No. Oh. Like I, I, I look for stuff and then I find stuff and then I'll use it. But like, I don't get started. Don't get started. Yeah. It can be a real. I always have read it open. Like, yeah. Anyway. I kind of confused by it. Like how I read it. I don't. Yeah. We'll have to read it. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You came here for the humor and the creepy stories, not for the Star Trek. Okay. So I liked this one. I thought it was kind of fun because this is. I don't know. It is what it is. One day I was walking to work and all of a sudden had an urge to walk a different path than usual. I worked downtown in a big city. It was a strange spur of the moment urge to walk a different way that changed my life forever. I turned into an alley I had never seen before. As I remember it, I made it about 15 feet or so when an actual glitch happened. Everything in my mind scrambled. I felt like I didn't have a body anymore, just that I was semi-conscious and a semi-conscious entity floating through some weird dimension. 
All of a sudden, in the array of different colors and shapes, a vision came to me. It was a bunch of strange-looking people that, in my mind, resembled businessmen in suits. They looked startled and panicked that I could see them. One of the people made a quick movement and everything turned to black. When I regained normality, I was on a completely different street. It was the same street that I always used to walk to work. I felt sick and severely disturbed slash depressed. I've never done any hard drugs, never experienced any hallucinations, never have had anything like this happen to me. The weird thing is when the glitch was correcting itself and I could see those people watching me like a caged animal, I had the feeling that I knew I was being controlled. It still bothers me to this day. Oh, like literally plugged into the matrix. Like you yeah. hit the wrong path. They were like, Oh my God, this one's broken. Fix her. And then. Nope. I just, my only. <sighs> creepy corner. Creepy paper. Um, <laughs> that's what this is all about. Just, at the end of the day. Say that. If we live in the matrix, that's fine. I just feel like there are so many people that you'd have to be monitoring Though I guess one person or one entity could mod- like monitor several people. Like right now, they're not worried about me because I'm sitting here talking to you about how we're in the matrix. But what if there's only like a million people that are alive in the matrix and the rest of them ever around us is all just <gasps> fake? Oh, no! Sarah! <laughs> it's like a hologram. Like we're the only ones that are real and everybody else out there is projected for us to think that they're there well that makes more sense and we're in pod side by side standpoint oh well i hope we are side by side in a pod that'd be kind of cool two peas i'm not sharing a pod that'd be weird head to toe oh god Uh, sorry I'm a crank in my neck, even in the other world. <laughs> I love that we're laughing about this, and I'm just thinking about a room of people controlling everything, also laughing. I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, we're 69 in another universe. Oh my God. <laughs> There's tubes and gel, and it's like, I'm just picturing like the Matrix and like yeah. pink glycerin, like <laughs> with trifoam. Oh. <laughs> we're forever stuck in that tri-foam state oh my god oh god okay let's 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 pop and lock it over to the (laughs) trek the trek transporter of fun we should learn how to pop and lock i can do the worm (laughs) with these tits no burpees yeah really (laughs) that sounds painful okay so star trek gossip star trek day happened Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, There was a full day of activities online where they had, like, interviews with all the different casts, like, that reunited online and, like, all the stuff. And it was hosted by Will Wheaton. Oh! And I hate that I forgot her first name, but it's LeVar Burton's daughter. So they took turns, like, interviewing the uh, casts, right? And um, Will Wheaton talked to Mr. Jonathan Frakes and Patrick Stewart and talked about how they... And, like, the cast were, like, the parents that his parents failed to be because he had, like, issues with his parents, I guess, growing up. They weren't very good. And so he was, like, you know, thank you so much for that. And they're, like, we had no idea at the time that you didn't have the parents that you wanted. This is just how we were as we were a family. And I was, like, that's so sweet. And then the Deep Space Nine folks, like, had everybody in tears because they did a beautiful tribute to both Renee and Aaron. Um, And it was, um, like, it was Nana, Terry, um, Alexander Siddig. 
then the Enterprise crew was reunited. It was ah! um, Dominic, Connor, um, Linda, Scott Bakula, and the guy who played Dr. Phlox. And everyone talked about oh, how... I love him. Everyone praised Bakula for being, like, the coolest guy ever on set. He was the one who made sure to know everybody's name that was on the crew and, like you know, say good morning to everybody, took the time to like, like he was just like, oh. really, like the best. And he, they were like, this thing's for being like that because we've all worked on shows since or before. And it's never been like that. Um, then there was the Ethan Peck, Anson Mount and Rebecca Romay um, discussion. And I just was like, they're just three of the most beautiful people in yeah. the world. And you're just like, I just stared at them. I was like, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that show. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Um, and then the Lower Decks people um, did one too. And Tawny Newsom, who I said earlier, has the new podcast. She's a huge Trekkie. Like she knows her shit. So even on the podcast, she's like, yeah, I'm legit, guys. I'm legit. Like I know what? myself, but she's like dropping like random like, you know, references. Um, and they, um, they were all really good. I'm trying to read my notes here. Oh, um, Jack Quaid, who does the voice of Boimler, was really funny. Um, Mike McMahon, the showrunner, was um, so cool. I would totally awesome. drink with him. And there's a spoiler for Lower Decks that people who watched already saw. But we'll be seeing some Q, voiced by John Delancey. Fuck yes. What? Yeah. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah, it was really good. Have you been watching any more Lower Decks or have you just seen the first episode still? Still the first one, but now I'm motivated. I want to get in the know and be familiar with folks. So when Q mm. shows up, mm-hmm. it's just going to need a lifeguard over here, folks. Oh, boy. Throw me a lifesaver. Winter green. Ooh, if mm. you eat it in the dark, it's, um, if you eat it in the dark in front of a mirror and don't think about Bloody Mary, um, it, like, has um, the little crystals in there. They, like, spark. Whoa, like pop rocks. Yeah cool yeah lower decks is all right i'm i'm hit and miss with some episodes. some episodes i find really funny and really good and other times i'm just like this isn't really star trek but then i'm like yeah. it is but it isn't but whatever discovery is coming back in like a few weeks i'm so yeah. excited Me i can't too. wait I can't for wait discovery for it's gonna be awesome yeah i like i'm really i'm really into that show now oh. i did a synopsis Ooh, for so how oh was was this a fun one to watch i loved it i Loved it. This is cost of living. All right. Instantly, we start off with high stress, high stakes, and I'm sweating. Torpedoes, <laughs> tractor beams, magnetic fields, deflector dishes, particle beams are being activated. So much is going on. Debris is left. It's not harmful. And now they're warping forward like they got all the time in the world. What an episode. The end. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Worf and his son are having family counseling. They're <laughs> clothes. What about these soiled sheep, Worf? <laughs> Troy says duties. She thinks they should have a contract regarding chores. Bribery. Ha! Bribery gets you everywhere, Mr. Wolf. I do not yell. It's just so hot. I just love, and I love the fucking Bob. Okay. Oh, so bad. Deanna, yeah. my dear, it's mother. I love it. I love it. She's arrived and she's getting married. She wants to use 10 forward for the wedding. Naturally. Troy has a hissy. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Uh-huh. Wants to know who the dude is, where she met him, all those kind of things. Copio, he's royalty. Naturally. Side note, I love Troy's lipstick color in this. So we find out Loxana has never met the man she's to marry, and Troy thinks that is dumb. I somewhat agree. Worf and Alexandra arrive, and Loxana is a jewel with him. She's all pissed about the contract, and I agree. Side note, 
I want Worf to sanction me. Everyone's talking <laughs> duty and I'm losing it now. <laughs> uh, Picard and Riker are walking towards the camera, law and order style, discussing the upcoming wedding, and Picard is clearly jealous. Riker informs him he's the chosen one to give her away, and his smile as he waits for the reaction is adorable. Isn't Picard it? is into yeah. it. But for all the wrong reasons, if you ask me, Picard would have been great with Loxana. I think it would have been a good couple for at least a year or two. Totally. Ooh, sparkles. Loxana goes to see, she's got all sparkles. I love Loxana's outfits. She goes to see Troy and Alexander is there all sad and stuff. She senses he's upset, obviously, because she's an empath, Sarah. Uh, (laughs) And Alexander (laughs) confesses that he didn't want to be home when his dad got there. Majel is so good in this scene, or Majel is so good in this scene. She's just like a natural. And I just really enjoyed watching her in this. She takes him away from his scheduled appointment and they hit up the holodeck and they are going to a free colony of hippies or some shit. It sounds horrible. Yeah. I love how she knocks on the wall to activate the computer though. (laughs) (laughs) Hello computer. So here we are in my LSD laced nightmare. That fucking face with the squares, the wind dancer. I'd rather eat cockroaches than ever face that piece of shit. However, fun (laughs) fact is the guy who played Mr. Heckles on friends. (laughs) Oh yeah. There you go. Okay, fire sculpture, not great. I used to do that. (laughs) Fire sculpture with my devil sticks. (laughs) Jugglers are the worst. Unless you're D'Angelo Vickers and you're showing off your air juggling skills with evanescence music at the office, then I'm interested. (laughs) (laughs) Right off of his head. All right, mud bath time. With these assholes, no thanks. Bring me Q and Riker and Worf. Then we'll talk. But now we have these two dickheads with the cotton candy hair. If this was my holodeck time, I'd use this program for my batleth training and I'd slaughter all of them. (laughs) (sighs) That's the purpose of my moment, Ginger Santa. The higher, the fewer. I want that on my tombstone. Words to shut up the cotton candy heads. All right, Worf is digging around looking for something, and Troy steps in looking for Alexander. He's on holodeck too, not alone. He's with Loxana. Oh, God, the mud bath. And they're like discussing little people inside of us. It's just all oh, this. Ugh. Not, I don't like public mud baths. Okay, no. now they are subjecting themselves to dancing while Worf wins over my love and pops the wind dancer's face. The dancer had some iridescent skin irritation, and I'm just not into it. Worf is mad. Troy is giving her the gears, and Loxana is putting her foot down on all the questions, questions, questions. Troy flips when she hears that mom ain't getting naked for the wedding. (laughs) And then she orders tea, but it's sausage tea. Sometimes a sausage tea is just a sausage tea. (laughs) That was so gross. That was so gross. (laughs) She drinks it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) sausage water (laughs) (laughs) the boys are taking it to turtleneck town trying to fix the replicator issues there's no plasma leak but there is what looks like plum sauce falling onto data loxana is trying on her wedding dress and alexander arrives to visit he asks why she's not getting why she's getting hitched and she says it's just something folks do and again her lipstick is divine Mm -hmm. alexander asks her if she's old rude And she says, well, she's alone. And it's a sweet, sad little moment. On the bridge, there is an intermittent failure of the inertial dampening system. Shit's failing, going to secondary systems, and now they've lost helm control. It's always something with these guys. If I was on the bridge during this scene, I'd be holding my boobs really still because they were bouncing around like crazy. And I'd be like, (laughs) no, out, not not good. (laughs) 
Picard wants like just picture it like the camera yeah. pants. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, Picard wants answers, and Jordy shows them the plum sauce. Maybe it's now more of like a strawberry puree for making homemade Fruit Loops. Um, Fruit Roll Ups. I mean, uh, the groom has arrived, and Picard is welcoming him. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> he is not a babe, <laughs> but he was in an episode of Mr. Belvedere. Mm. Um, she goes to kiss him and some little LeFou wannabe blocks the kiss. And that actor played Robert Howard in a 1990 episode of 227 and Mr. Carney in your favorite series, Light Court. <laughs> he brought a protocol master. Fun? Not. Okay. This match is not ideal if you ask me. Jordy has a troll doll jewel on the side of his visor. Did you ever notice that, Haley? <laughs> no. Oh, he and Data are slowly figuring out what's eating the ship's nitrium. This is not ideal. Alexander is doing a weird laugh, and it's horrid. Worf picks him up. I want a dinner hour with Worf, actually. He's doing his best to deal with an unruly child, and I want nothing more than to walk in as his new wife and say two important words. Boarding school! (laughs) (laughs) Alexander shows up and creates a fight with Loxana and Campino Candies. I mean, Compio. (laughs) (laughs) My God, man. Campinos. Remember when everyone were... Everyone had Campinos. It's like the new Werthers. Yeah. They were so good. Yeah. Um... Alexander's there, the fight, the sidekick starts like being stupid, and then Troy and Worf show up. So now everyone's there. Loxana calls someone Jerko, and I thought it was really funny. The sidekick. She just wants to do her thing. She just wants to do her. And frankly, I'm here for it. The men are trying to take charge, and she pieced out. Proud of her. Don't marry yeah. that fool. Don't listen to your uptight daughter. Steal the child and live your life, Loxana. Jordy <laughs> and Data see sparkles and goo. They used to call me sparkles and goo. Um <laughs> They never did. The juggler, who's super creepy, ate his balls. I mean, his worlds. Is he the eater of worlds? What is this, WWE? Uh, She hugs it out with Alexander and notices the holodeck filters need cleaning. (laughs) The goo is coming out of the walls. The metal parasites came in, and after they destroyed the asteroid, that's where it came from. That's the answer. (laughs) Riker is leaning, Worf has frizzy hair, and they're all about to die. Well, except for Data, because the ship's failing. So Data's in charge, should everyone lose consciousness. Data's taking care of business while everybody sleeps it off, and he transfers the parasite to the asteroid, and folks wake up and have to get back to work. Um, can we have some time off, please, for fuck's sakes? Where's the occupational health and safety on this ship? And now it's time for the festivities! But what could go wrong? Everyone's waiting. Troy looks like she stepped out in an 80s music video, and Riker makes a snide comment. Boom! Everyone stands up and stares. Loxana's naked. That a girl. Except... There are children present. Come on. She scared off her future husband, shrugged it off, and it was perfect. And now it's mud bath time. Troy's hair is unnecessary. What hair is unnecessary? (laughs) Uh, And then we hear the best line ever. We're just supposed to sit here. (laughs) I know. So good. Oh, it's so good. Tell me your thoughts first. Good job. So that was a fun one to write a synopsis for. (laughs) For sure. The first line of the episode, Wharf, forward tubes armed and ready. Yes, please. <laughs> forward and backward, I don't care. Uh, I wasn't sure why they were concerned about the asteroid, because I know that it was like heading towards a planet or something, right? But aren't they supposed to like not fiddle around with that stuff? Like, aren't they just supposed to observe? Maybe well, if somebody I- asks for help, like if they're part of the Federation... But I, yeah, and I suppose that intervening isn't going unless the people on the planet have the capability to notice that an asteroid's coming. What if the Enterprise stopped the asteroid that was destined to make a planet like have life? Yeah, I just think it was, I just kind of got caught up in that little, um, yeah, 
conundrum there. I loved the episode. Any episode of um, Majel is like mm. so fabulous. She's mm. such a presence. Oh. I loved how Troy suggested a contract slash chore wheel. What a bitch. You know, Mr. Wolf. Mm. I love that. <laughs> Mr. Wolf. Eating good books lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eating good books. So good. I loved Riker's face and smile when he said that Picard was supposed to give Loxana away. I his face it was perfect. I just, it made me so like I'm like I was like radiating happiness. It's just his he's so genuine. I know. Like when he does that smile, like you believe that he's feeling that. I know. It was so good. I thought it was kind of weird that um Loxana didn't really care that it wasn't gonna be a traditional Betazoid wedding. She, but she's also kind of like, whatever, I'm going to fucking roll with it. Yeah. Well, and then she made it happen anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's um, that's kind of all I have to say. I enjoyed it. I love the mud he, bath at he, the end. You know, I, I was really excited to watch. And then as soon as they got into the holodeck, I was like, nope. Like, as a kid, I was like, oh, this yeah. is so fun. And now I'm just like, everything about it, I was like, practically having like a hard time breathing. I was like, oh, God. Like, just all of them, the, the hair and the fighting and the, yeah. oh, God, it was a reoccurring stress dream ever since. I haven't slept yeah. a wink. Fucking cotton candy hair with those noses and the ju- jumpsuits. I'm going to, I'm going to have to cosplay it just to get it out of my system. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some fast facts about this episode. Let's do it. This episode won two Emmy Awards for Outstanding Makeup for a Series and Outstanding Costume Design for a Series. Ah, I believe it. Two, Boom Mike is visible. Visible (laughs) at the top of the screen when Picard and Riker (laughs) discuss Loxana's wedding while walking down the ship's corridor. Oh, that's why he smiled so much, so we'd focus on that and not the boom mic. (laughs) (laughs) In one of the final scenes, with Picard and Data heading to the bridge in a turbo lift, Picard wears only the three pip rank of commander. But when he steps out of the lift, he again wears his rightful four pip captain rank. <laughs> Fail. Oh my god! Fucking consistency, continuity. What a number four. Gates McFadden only appears in one scene and has no dialogue. Ooh. I mean, she had to show up for work for that. Oh gosh! Like, just take it from another fucking episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> like from season one. Like, yeah. it doesn't fit. It's a different uniform. <laughs> <laughs> they just put like Brent Spiner in a wig and walk by. <laughs> walk by fast and don't look towards the camera. <laughs> A very busy doctor doing doctor things. Jonathan Frakes with this like John Wayne walk. I didn't know Gates was nine feet tall and had a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) There is no real metal called nitrium. Nitrium. However, nitrium is the Latin name for the chemical element sodium, which is all that's on my popcorn that I bought. (laughs) Yes. Um, In fact, the Colonel's popcorn seasoning is very, very high in sodium. Better be. So delicious. (laughs) Yeah, I know. eh? It's expensive. Um, Six. In the mud bath scene, the amount eaten of the edible cups changes several times between shots. I like how they were just eaten away. And then I wondered what those edible cups were made out of. Styrofoam. Yeah, it looked like it, didn't it? It looked horrible. Yeah. Um, so here's some would you rather would you rather go for a mud bath with Worf or punch the wind dancer in the face punch in the face punch in the face I would choose that too (laughs) well mostly because Worf isn't really enjoying a mud bath and I don't want him to be a grump no and I wouldn't 
I can't imagine. So did they all go into the mud bath naked? And if so, did they take turns closing eyes and walking into it? Or did Worf bear all for the 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 Troy women or what? That's a good question. Um, I hope that they all just cannonballed in. But... <laughs> Cannonball. <laughs> oh, 70s music playing in the background. Now, how does that work? Um, would you rather have Loxana as your mother or Worf as your father? Oh, no. Well... I, now, you know what? I like the strict, uh, strictness of Worf. I don't like the flightiness of Loxana in a mother figure, though she was a very good mom in this episode. Mm. To Alexander, less so to Deanna. She's a Um, woman. Yeah, I just, I kind of feel like, um, I feel like it would be Worf, but if Worf was my dad... Well, there's going to be some illegal things happening. Though I guess you're in interstellar <laughs> space. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like being in international waters. Fair game. Fair game. Sorry, Dad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Somebody God. Somebody call a therapist. <laughs> um, you? I would choose probably Loxana because, yeah, it's not the disciplinarian fact. It's the fact that he's, like, indifferent and, like, couldn't he's care less great. about the kid. He's kind of cold. Yeah, he is. Bit of a dick. Yeah, that's true. I guess I just wouldn't want to be a mother to the to my own mother. Yeah, but like... when you're an adult, I think she was better when she was younger and she loves her and like so much. Like she nags her a little bit, but she's like Yeah, that's true. She's very sweet. Troy's like 40. She's got to <clears> figure <throat> it out. Yeah. What's that she... noise? Do you have music in the background? It's a fucking church. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Amen. Um so Dan originally said skip it. I originally thought this was the episode with the Klingon legend Michael Ansara. Then I remembered that this was DS9. So yeah, this one sucks. (laughs) (laughs) What did Bill say? Bill said that this was uh, worst of the Loxana episodes. Wow. I think it's probably one of the best. So I see see it. Yeah. I see see it. I see see it. I I say drop mushrooms and watch it and see what happens. (laughs) I don't know. I just don't do drugs, people. Unless you want to. You're an adult. If you're young and you're listening to this, you shouldn't be. So go to bed. <laughs> no supper. Go to bed. <laughs> Too funny. Okay, so I put something together for our like discussion for Rewind. If yeah. you woke up tomorrow and found yourself in sickbay aboard the Enterprise and were told there was no way to return to the life you now know, what would you do during the first 24 hours, the first week, the next year, or what would you do with the rest of your life? So this was deep. And I, have, and I have a bonus excitement thing for when we're done. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Or I can, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. So what would I do for the first 24 hours? I would ask for a full body scan and a cure for anything I may have because probably everything's now totally treatable and I probably have stuff I don't even know. <laughs> like True, true, true. Like high blood cholesterol or whatever. Like So um, <laughs> see, I would do that. I mean, I've, I would freak out, but you know, I, I don't want to waste all my time freaking out if I yeah. have... I don't know how long I have there in the beginning. So I want to get some answers. I would ask about earth and what has happened in the 50 years that would have been during my lifetime. Like, was there a world war three while I was still alive? Like who won the next election? Um, You know, what, what kind of happened during the years where I would have been living my life. And then I'd probably replicate myself something fucking delicious, like some Cajun curly fries, cold beer and a bacon cheeseburger with a frozen cheesecake on a stick for after. Yum. Yeah. For the next week, I'd probably get, familiar with the holodeck if you know what i mean i'd read about earth and shit 
uh, I'd talk to Troy about what I should do next <laughs> and what would I do for the next year. I'd probably make my way back to Earth and find a place to live that's warm and safe and familiar. I'd give talks and share my memories with others, maybe write. I don't need to work for money, so I guess I'd spend the first year doing kind of what I want, like traveling and being creative. For the rest of my life, I'd probably find a way to start being an explorer, maybe find work with a um, within space, but not really necessarily by Starfleet. Um, and I'd have a thousand dogs. Our thing is kind of similar. Our, is our okay, thing cool. is kind of similar. So in the first 24 hours, so first of all, I have to admit that when I was thinking about this, I thought about the enterprise now in present day. So I like your idea of it's obviously in the future. Yeah. So I like, you're, like you wake up that. with like Dr. Crusher, yeah. like looking yeah, yeah. over you and you're like, um, I guess I was just like, I just thought about like being in sick, like, Anyway, so my answers are kind of jumbled, but whatever. Um, so in the first 24 hours, I would probably have a panic attack and cry a lot and then <laughs> immediately be concerned about the availability of things like pickles, lemon juice, vinegar, and true crime documentaries. <laughs> yeah. I would make a video diary of my life so I would never forget. Um, in the next week, I would have confirmed the availability of things like pickles, lemon juice, vinegar, and true crime documentaries, <laughs> and I would have started to eat these things and watch these things. <laughs> I would learn about the ship and what is expected of me because I just figure that I'm resigned to the ship. Like, that's it. I have no options. Yeah, or, or what my options were. I would try to make friends with people and maybe replicate a dog if I could. <laughs> In the next year, I would try to pass whatever exams I would need to do the work on the ship. <laughs> I would find a routine that worked for me. I would eat more pickles and watch more true crime. I would take many lovers. <laughs> Why is it so funny is the funny part. I would take many lovers. With my life, I would settle down with someone, have an enjoyable career, and make sure to take advantage of the unknown while creating things that become known. <laughs> oh. So basically, like, nothing exciting. <laughs> like, trying to get back to normal as much well, as possible. Well, I'm like, yeah, like, I think about, like, my personality, like, me as, like, me, me, I know what I'm capable of, and I know what I'm not sure. interested in doing, and I'm not interested sure. in going back to school. I don't care if it's Starfleet Academy and it's free. Like, I don't no. want to study math and quantum physics or whatever shit you need to do to be on Starfleet, which is Starfleet is basically future military. I'm it not is. doing it. I don't want a uniform. Do so I'll be like... I'll be hanging out on earth that I know, but I'll go to like all the places I never got to go yeah. and see like all that. And then like talk Wait, about, you would go back people would be to like, be a... yeah. I just that's, like, figured that like, you don't get a choice. <laughs> You're stuck on the I'm ship thinking of the I'm thinking of the episode of TNG in season two, when they find those frozen cryogenically frozen earth people from like the seventies uh, or eighties or whatever. They're like, we got to send them back. <laughs> what are we going to do with them? Huck them out the the thing. Yeah. The coffin shoot. Anyway. That's funny though. I like it. Um, yeah. Cause I'm just like, what am I going to do on this ship? Like hang out in 10 forward. What, what is this? Synthail? I can't even get yeah. a buzz on this. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. But and I, I was like, Oh, I would like to work in the kitchen, but there is no kitchen. <laughs> right. Um, you'd need to be on Voyager. Exactly. Working cooking with Neelix. Um, oh, no. But for next time, I thought that we could do the same questions, but if we were, like, 12 or 13, like, then, because that would be a whole thing. Like, what if you Cute. were beamed aboard and you were 
kids because then you have I your whole take life. Many lovers, <laughs> just like a fourteenth birthday party. That sounds fun. Oh, I like the idea of kind of taking a childhood spin on that. And then after we should do it again, but it's like we both together. Yeah. Like we're I would out take one many night. Lovers. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna sixty nine a vat of tubs in the Matrix. Oh my god, video. who are we? We're gonna make the whole crew watch the movie The Matrix and we're like, this was never even a favorite movie when we were on Earth. <laughs> Oh, have you guys so seen The good. Office? <laughs> you should watch The Office and they're just like, I don't know. Actually, understand. it's a show that I just have an idea for and that I could probably make. <laughs> I wrote this song and it's like, I wrote yesterday this. by the Beatles. Let it yeah. be. I wrote this. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> I just came up with uh, it. Surely they've forgotten about Stairway to Heaven yeah. by that time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Do you know that that's the song that my parents got married to? Really? But it was played, like my um, uncle, my mom's brother, played it on a 12-string guitar. As, they, as she walked oh, I'm the glad aisle. they chose that Zeppelin song and not Babe, I'm Gonna Leave Ya. <laughs> <laughs> or Black Dog, like, yeah. come on. When the levee breaks. <laughs> Good one. And other Led Zeppelin songs. I mean, who is that guy anyway? <laughs> what kind of name is Led? Yeah. <laughs> L-E-D? Oh, L-E-D. Oh, like light bulbs. He invented yeah. light bulbs. <laughs> I love uh, we did the it. name Led Zeppelin. That's such a very... Um, Unique name. Unique for a New band. York. It is. Because it's like a heavy blimp. <laughs> so they used to call me in high school. Oh, no! Ooh, snap. burn. Ouch. <laughs> Not true. Yeah. I am beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> She's listening. I listen to every podcast to make sure no one sings my songs. It's about time for my arrival. We come to the dump and dance to. I don't know the rest. At the Moulin Rouge. Right. Oh no! <laughs> we already went there with this podcast. One hundred percent at karaoke. Uh, remember karaoke? Oh, yeah. I literally wrote myself a post-it note that says, "Yo, let's get thin." <laughs> Yo, yo, what? yo, like let's 89. get in. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm, I'm gonna get that a t shirt for you to work out in. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we're like thin, it will have shirts say, Yo, I got thin. <laughs> I did it. I did, what I, I did what I set out to do. Just did it, Nike. <laughs> just doing it. I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna try. Oh die God. trying. <laughs> <laughs> Quit or die trying. John what? saw a guy with a tattoo that said "Die trying." <laughs> and he's trying like, what? That... I know. Like or or don't die. And like he's like, isn't that a Fifty Cent album? I'm like, maybe it's a dedication to Fifty Cent. Get rich or die trying. Yeah, get rich or die trying. That's I'd rather right. just have the words "get rich" tattooed on my face. At least it's a positive affirmation. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts become things. <laughs> to hear more, check out my new podcast. Get rich, Sarah Blake. Oh man. Oh shit. If you like so that funny. podcast, or you want that podcast, or you want to hear more, you should check out all the great shows that they make up on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network by visiting yeah. them at trekgeeks.com dot gov slash org. No. There's something for everyone. <laughs> except for star wars lovers <laughs> uh, 
Um, but if you like it <sighs> and you like us and you like them and you want more, you can support by subscribing to bonus content on Patreon. They get all types of access, unedited audio, perks, gifts, you name it. Copies of The Matrix on DVD, on Blu-ray, VHS, laser discs, <laughs> laser cats on laser discs. Um, you can interact with Trek Rewind. By that yeah. I mean you can interact with me, Sarah, yeah. on Twitter. I don't do that. Rewind. <laughs> Lastly, we'd like to thank Five Year Mission because those guys, they make music. And with that music, they do good in this world. And by doing good in this world, I mean they're letting us put it on our podcast. Thank you. Check them out Thanks. at fiveyearmission.net. And because you've listened this far along, why don't you go visit fan sets? We told you, they got new pins like Lord X. So go get yourself 15% off by using our code REWIND. That's R-E-W-I-N-D. <laughs> To infinity and apparently <laughs> Haley frequencies closed. Bye. 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 See ya. We hang up. See ya. Yeah. See ya. Whatever. Music for Rewind is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Rewind is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Mm-hmm.